Welcome back to another episode of Chopper's Corner. And today I just wanted to drop my thoughts on uh, Nick Cannon being in the news recently for anti-Semitism. Now, I do have a lot of thoughts on the subject, which I will share as we go along. But I will say that initially I was not even following this story Um like I said, these days the news is so dry, especially media news. It's like, you know, they nitpick at any little thing. So anti-Semitism is a word uh, that comes up anytime you pretty much just say, say anything. You could, say, you could say anything hateful against a Jewish person. You could just say, I personally just think if you say anything even offensive, it could be considered anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism can literally go as far as if you're talking to a Jew and you're a Christian or a believer. Believer meaning maybe you don't follow, like I do, like some people don't follow religion anymore. They probably just believe in one true God and, you know, whatever, the the truth of the Bible, the word of God or whatever. But the point is, if you believe on the Messiah, you're probably talking to a Jew and you say, well, the Jews actually of the time did kill Jesus Christ. They will call you an anti-Semitic for saying that, you know what I'm saying? But is it true, according to the Bible, that it was the Sadducees and the Pharisees, the Sanhedrin, which was all the Jews of the time that, uh, that made the call? Yes, it was. And the Romans. <clears throat> now, going back to this, the reason I started paying attention to it is because now I see, I see he had apologized, but really today I think I have scrolled through the news timeline and it had said that now that he had apologized to the Jewish people, even sat down with a rabbi, it appears that now black people are upset with him. So now so, I said, hold on, how you went from getting, okay, I see how you got the Jewish people upset now, well how did you go get our community all riled up? So now this is when I went to dive in and, and see what was going on and I said, oh my gosh, I can't believe that one, <clears throat> I have not followed the story and two, now that I am following the story, I'm glad that I did because, um, Again, I'm going to really take my time to try to um, discuss as much as I possibly can. And I hope that there are some people out here who are listening to me who are conspiracy theorists so they'll understand some of the stuff that I will say. And I'm not saying I'm going to share conspiracy theories, but it's part of what's going on with um, his scandal and why he is being so disciplined, I guess you could say, in Hollywood right now. So the first thing I wanted to do is just you know, go over the brief thing what we already know, but according to the Jewish insider, because, you know, I just wanted to see what the Jewish people were saying on their side <clears throat> or their representatives in the news. Nick Cannon spreads anti-Semitic conspiracy theories online. That's what it's about, spreading anti-Semitic conspiracies. So I'm trying to figure out what he's going to say. Then they said that the TV host referenced the Rothschild control and claims that black people are the true Hebrews. Now, this is really... What was said on this podcast that got everybody riled up? Now, before I begin, I just want to go down to um, or get to what was going on. So apparently Nick Cannon has a podcast called Cannon's Class, okay? Um, He did a video, I guess, last year, but he reposted it to his channel on YouTube a few weeks ago where it got renewed attention, okay? Now, Professor Griff. Now, if anybody knows Professor Griff or Griff, he was a member of Public Enemy from the 80s, and then he was ousted at the time for also making anti-Semitic remarks about how Jews control the music industry. This is all, this is all true. This is a sad thing about everything. It's all true. They do own all the banks, the money, 
know what I'm saying? The Federal Reserve that's here in New York does not belong to the government of the United States at all, even though it says Federal Reserve. I mean, if you do your research, all, all this stuff is really just out there. It's, 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 it's there for everybody to find out. It's just this is not the day and time where people want to be sitting there researching and looking and reading up stuff. If, they don't, if they're not sitting in college or in a class somewhere where they're paying money and having a teacher tell them this is what you got to read in order to pass this test, in order to get this degree or this certificate or this whatever, in order for you to be what it is what you want to be, most people are not unless they're uh, love education like me, love knowledge like me, love truth most of all. Like some people are just straight truth seekers, and they just want to know more. They're not. They're not. Un, they're not settled with this is just the way things are. They know that stuff is wrong with this world, and then they started searching. Okay, and this is where you started coming up with stuff like this. But Professor Griff, after uh, Public Enemy, all of them was woke. That's why they used to be talking about fight the power and all this other stuff. But after he left the music industry, um, if those of you are on the woke conscious movement and have been for the past decade or so like myself you'll know that professor griff has started his own following made books videos all this other stuff exposing a lot of the music industry exposing a lot of um the elite families on top and blah 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 blah, blah. <clears throat> where did nick go wrong <laughs> there's not everything that professor griff talks about like he doesn't believe on the on the messiah he doesn't believe on the bible but he does hit everything on the nail as far as like the, the what's going on in the industry the world the politics and you know the agendas and all that he got that part but for some reason he's stuck on the Kemet egypt whatever that's where most black people get stuck at for some reason and they don't want to push further to what um can and, and i guess now maybe nick maybe griff is finally coming around because like i said he's been doing it for 10 12 years the more you study the more you find out maybe by now he found out the truth that black people are the true children is hey listen this stuff has been researched by myself and other people okay and people who just been looking at it for a while so they talked about it on nick's podcast in my personal opinion that's where they went wrong because what griff is doing now and what where Nick is in his life in this industry, to put them to those to put those two topics together or to put them two together on a on a podcast, and I'm not saying Griff and, and Griff and Nick as in they're not they're gonna clash, but I'm just saying you're putting Nick, you're in the industry, you're already under all these Jewish people who run the industry, including Viacom, which just dropped your ass, which you was with since you was a kid on Nickelodeon and as far up into um <clears throat> wilding out and whatever. They done dropped you there. So you already knew you you gotta know who you was already working with. So you I feel like Nick knew what he was doing. That's what I'm trying to say. Did he just want to use his platform and his following as a person to just put Griff on to say something like this? Because everybody in the industry know about Griff. Everybody in the industry knew who Griff was. If Griff wanted to get back in the industry and make money today, he could. But Griff gonna live the, the simple life that he's living right now because he knows he don't wanna be a part of it. But for Nick to come and take Griff on, you done, you're playing with fire. You're technically dancing with the enemy. You're technically, you know, when it comes to the hand that feeds you, so to speak, you're fucking around now. You know what I'm trying to say? And that's what he did. And he had to start spanking him. And that's why they're spanking Nick. Because at the end of the day, what he's not, it's not that what he's saying is not true so much as, Nick, you know better. You know what I'm trying to say? And at the end of the day, we made you as Jewish people. We're going to break you down as Jewish people. It's just, just dead-ass facts what it is. On top of the fact that even if it is true, and it is true, you know what I mean? Nick is not the platform you would... If Griff went and said something like this on my podcast, they wouldn't have gave two shits. Nick, you gave him the voice to get on your podcast and say this to people. And people are following you, so to speak. So it's, you're, you're kind of influential. It's kind of like what they did to Malcolm X and MLK. You started to get to... It was, it, was, it was a channel. It was a platform. People heard it, okay? They want nobody thinking like that. <clears throat> now, 
am I'm gonna keep going. It just says here that um in the ninety minute video very early on, Griffin said that the Semitic people and the Semitic languages have nothing to do with any white people. Cannon then chimed in the Semitic people are black people. Griffin and Cannon agreed that the term anti-Semitic is used to divide people and to neutralize criticism. So this was really just a discussion on anti-Semitism, the word anti- Like I said, that, that's what I feel too. It was to, it was to neutralize because you can't even say, discuss biblical uh, facts as far as what was written in the book as to what happened or pertained to the death of the Messiah without talking to a Jew, without hearing anti-Semitic or even the littlest things, you're being anti-Semitic. You could just say, I don't like your shirt. You're being anti-Semitic. I mean, some people really take it that far. I'm not saying all people, but it, it really is. And then in my personal opinion, to say that I don't believe that they were of Caucasian descent, but that I believe that they was of, uh, I don't know, African descent, that I don't understand how that could ever be anti-Semitic because at the same time you're not talking about Semitic. Sem Semitic meaning from out of the three sons of Noah, after the flood. You know this is what they. This is what you if you understand or you believe after the flood when it was time to repopulate the, the earth. It was Noah and his three sons. It was uh, uh, Ham, Japheth, and Shem, and from the line of Shem came the um, Hebrew Israelites or the children of Israel. Who eventually through the tribe of Judah came the Messiah, okay, who eventually came once, left, still alive, gonna come back and crush this kingdom. They say the satanic uh, New World Order kingdom. Now, most people don't believe him. This is what this, these conspiracies are supposed to tie into. This is what I was saying before that Griffiths are putting all them two together. He was just standing on one side. But this is supposed to be the understanding. So if you're going to say that I don't believe they're Caucasian, but I believe that they're black, how can you be being anti-Semitic when you're not going against the line of Shem? You're not going against the children of Israel. You're not going against the legacy that they had in the Bible, the, the promise that they have to this day all the way to the end of time. You're not going against any of that. So much as you're saying, hold up, wait a minute. I think that there may be a mistaken identity. That's, this is my personal understanding of how this conversation went. It's apparently, identities were stolen. <laughs> and it, could it be possible that these people of this origin could have never had anything to do with people in this origin. Because when you look at it, when you look at it, it was a dark nation anyway. Or dark Arab people or Arabic or darker the race of people that should have been in that area anyway. How you see Caucasian white, blue eyed or whatever people just walking in this area at the time, it makes absolutely no sense, okay? They talk about Ethiopia a lot in the Bible, especially in the Old Testament. It's nothing but just like going back and forth between hopping to skip away from Egypt and Africa right here. Okay, <clears throat> moving on. These are just opinions, though, and some people believe them, and some people have facts to back it up. But just simply stating these things, in my opinion, do not make you an anti-Semitic person. So it says in the video with Cannon, Griffin attempted to distance himself from the comments that got him fired from Public Enemy. Griffin said, they put that on me. I never said these things. He said, in a 1985, 1989 interview with the Washington Times, Griffin said that Jews are wicked and we can prove this and said that Jews are responsible for the majority of wickedness that goes on across the globe. Griffin told Cannon that during the now infamous interview, he was merely speaking facts about who controls the music industry, not only in the music industry, the banking industry and, and political industry and more. He says, and now I'm hated because I'm told, because I tell the truth, like most people. It's like the Matrix. And that was it. Then Cannon, I'm surprised. That's why I said I feel like he was just trying to, I think, I don't feel, I don't believe for one second, especially being in the industry as long as he has been in the industry. 
I don't believe for one second that he didn't understand what the fuck he was doing. Excuse my language. I felt that it was intentional and he knew what he was doing and it's a point of putting it out there somewhere. Like he wanted people to know that, okay? What he knew also was that it was going to be backlash, but maybe not this much backlash. But I feel like for him to go as far as to mention the Rothschild, child, they you, first of all, that's the name you mostly hear, then you see the people, because they're part of the elite or the 1% of the, the 13 families, whether you believe it or not, that control everything behind the scenes. You don't never really see them. The Rockefellers, you don't really see them, but you know the name, the Rothschild, you don't really see them, but they all, you know, the point is he, rent, he references, um, references them centralized banking and the 13 families exactly says so right here the blood i got the whole book out books child you don't even want to know and everything what they're saying is true but my whole point is when i realized what the hell was being said about anti-semitism i didn't understand when i read what they was talking about i said oh my god i said damn nick you got balls because everybody in the industry could know this or know of this but they would never do this because that's just how i get ousted this is how i get blackballed this is how they start to pretty much um it's like they said, we made you, we can also break you. You know what I'm saying? It's like your parents say, I, I brought you in this world, I could take you out. I brought you in this world of the industry, I could take you out of this world of the industry. You know, we, we, we made you a household name, we made you uh, a, a, a face and just lovable all around the world. But if you want to be a bitch nigga, <laughs> hell, if you want to be a snitch nigga, okay, we're going to fix that ass. We're going to put your ass in place. So it said, um, he also talked about giving too much power to they. They turned out to be the Illuminati, the Zionists, and the Rothschild. This is a person in the industry. I'm very surprised. But at the same time, like I said, I feel like he knew what he was doing. And then he went on to praise for Khan, saying that every time I heard him speak, it's positive, it's powerful, it's uplifting. For the reason, he's been demonized. And, um, and that's it. So now they said that he went and spoke to a pope. And then shortly after this, after all these comments, of course, people were upset. Uh, the Jewish community has a very large standing. There was a pause you made. And then now on TMZ, because I wanted to get to this really quickly, he said black people are turning on him after he apologized to the Jewish people. So it says here, Nick Cannon is at his wit's end over his anti-Semitic comments and his apology for them. He clearly feels that he's in a no-win situation. All right. He said, I hurt an entire community and it pained me to the core. I thought it couldn't get any worse. Then I watched my own community turn on me and call me a sellout for apologizing. Now, what he would be referring to is the black people like myself who are woke, who found out the true identities of themselves. And started to just look at this world a little bit differently. I mean, um, started understanding who they was a little bit more. And maybe even just started digging more deeper into it doesn't matter. Then you hear some shit like this from a celebrity's mouth who's in the industry, who should not be talking like this. What is, what is Professor Griff doing on your show? Professor Griff ain't got no business on your show. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. That's like that's like oil and water. Like you, y'all shouldn't even be seen in public by the industry talking for Nick's sake. Nobody, nobody. Not Jay Z. Not Beyonce. Not no Professor Griff. And then just featuring him having at the house. And the people start looking at Professor Griff. And they start following him on YouTube. They start looking at all these videos about how uh, people in the industry is worshiping the devil and all this other bath vomit and all this other shit. <laughs> no, they ain't, they ain't jacking that. They ain't trying to do that because then you, it's not going according to the plan. It's not going to the agenda. Anyway, it says here that he's, um, he ends up tweeting later that we could all have this planet and that he's out. Okay. Now, uh, they, these are the people that are upset because it's like how you went from being the one that was brave enough to say, 
all these things now to pretty much being a sellout nigga that you is because I guess he started to realize that I know I was going to get spanked for this. I know it's going to be some backlash and repercussions, but damn, are they not? They just trying to shut down my entire livelihood and name, especially some new talk show that he's supposed to be having coming out. They're going to postpone it. So my whole thing is Nick did it for y'all. I mean, black Americans especially, or people who want to know the truth, he has done it for you as far as dropped up the... All you could do, even me now these days, you, this is this, this, this the thing with Nick too and Griff and other people who, who get woke. After a while, once you start getting truth, you start trying to bring the truth to people. But you're going to realize you're going to be rejected by your own because you're going to sound either nutty, crazy, uh, too serious, blah, 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 blah. You're not going to be received, all right? It hurts at first because you're trying to tell them something so they can wake up like you and start seeing shit for what it really is. Boom. After a while, you get over that phase. You get to a phase where you're like, I'm just going to keep on going for myself so that I can know what I know as much as I need to know. And then hopefully one day on their own, they'll wake up and come back to me and be like, oh, I remember one day you was telling me this. Then my person, and I hit, they, over the years, people do that. And then my, I remember my friend at work, they were saying something like that. And they showed me this video and I want to share with you. And this is stuff you be talking about, right? And da, 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 da. But sometimes it's okay to just plant a seed, okay? Plant a seed. That's all you can do sometimes. It might not sprout right there. You know, you might have even planted the seed on bad ground. It might not sprout at all. But the point is, if it's meant to sprout at all, you just dropped it. It's not for Nick to or Griff to drop that shit there and then sit there and hold your hand while you go through the Google. And you know what I did? When I had to find my truth, y'all, I invested money. What the hell you talking about? I had to go buy freaking books, thick books, like books, like textbooks, like college all over again. And not stuff that I did overnight, over years, over 10 years, just always looking at something. Somebody referred to another book. Every time somebody's talking something, they're referring to a credible book. History books. History books are from real historians I used to write from back in the day. Reading. I mean, because you always, always joke and say, if you want to hide something from black people, where you want to do it, where you going to put it? Put it in a book. You want to hide something from black people, put it in a book. I'm a, I'm an avid reader. I've always been a reader. Reading, 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 reading. That's all I do. And I got a collection of books here, all related to this stuff. It's not something that you can even watch five, ten YouTube videos and know everything on type stuff. I have no books. <laughs> and then I even started a whole podcast called Who's on the Lord's Side. If you ever want to check it out on Apple Podcasts, maybe some other place called Who's on the Lord's Side. And it looks like notebook paper. And I started talking about that New World Order stuff and tying it into the Bible of the some people. You know what I'm saying? Because I said shit after that, I got to kind of get it out to the people. But then at that point, that created a platform for people who was already attracted to this information to get to. I'm not putting it on people. But my point is what Nick did was drop a seed. And now he's getting spanked for it. You know what I'm saying? So this is something that some people already know, and they're like, yes, yes, go, Nick, go. But then for the people that he's trying to wake up who's not woken, you know, hopefully it stirs some, some, it stirs some, um, some attention. Notice he didn't say Egypt. Notice he didn't say Kemet. That's what they all, that's all black people stop at. It's Egypt and Kemet. Now, white people or Caucasian Jews, does that, does that mean they're, that they're bad, that they all run the world? No, that's not what he's saying. Because obviously I, we all have Jewish friends. We all have Jewish neighbors, coworkers. That's, come on, that's ignorant. He's talking about the people on top as far as the elite. Are they? Yeah. Are they mostly Jewish? Yes, they are. I hate to break it to everybody. And here in New York... New York is starting to slowly being called Jew York, no disrespect to anybody, but because they're buying up all the Harlem, the small businesses, and they're buying out the um, people who own, and they're buying out the renters. And they're doing the same thing in Brooklyn. And they're trying to buy out homeowners that owned their home for years, and new homeowners and small businesses. They're going to clean up the neighborhood, they're going to raise the damn rent, and then they're gonna all move in there for themselves and be close to Manhattan and just take over all of, and pretty much the whole area that's closer to Manhattan over there. 
That's been going on for years now. They're almost done. Damn near taking over all of damn near Brooklyn. This is a fact. They don't want it like that. They don't want it to be like a hood like that no more. They're going to do whatever they can to try to save Brooklyn. Because as nice as it is next to Manhattan, as nice as it used to be before it got all ran down, that's what they're doing. Gentrification. Okay? So, I personally, like I said, I feel he tried to drop some knowledge, especially to the very lost community of the black people who have no identity at all. (laughs) You have the only race of people that have no identity, no real origin. You know, just those slaves. No, more than that. And um, that's where I think he went wrong, is that after a while, going back to what I was saying, when I started to keep it to myself and keep my studies going, I decided to keep it to myself, but only talk about it to people that I knew who knew about it as well, so we could keep each other encouraged, keep feeding each other information, knowledge, power, right? And that's what I did. So what Nick was doing probably fell across Griff, felt like Griff was like, you know, you know what I know, let's talk about it. But at the same time, I have this platform where lots of people listen to me. So let's talk about it, but let's also let people hear about it, too, and let it be heard. And I wouldn't say that's where he went wrong, because it's, it's, it's a kind of a sacrifice what you did to get that little word out. Because there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, where he went wrong as far as why he's being spanked and disciplined is that uh, I'm pretty sure that he, he, he knew better. I just, don't know, I just don't think that he knew it was going to be this bad. I just don't know if he knew that it was going to be this bad. <laughs> so... That's it. And earlier in the, in the year, he was in the news with a will because um, that boy was saying that he touched the both of them. The Dazzle Raven guy, I forget his name, the one that they said had the meth addiction. And now Will's back in the news because of his wife. So I don't know. It's the second time both of them got a little scandal going on, I believe, this year. So that's what it is. And so, well, you know, he got support from Wade and um, some other people. I personally think that there is nothing wrong with what he said because I agree with it and I know that it's the truth. I'm actually very impressed. I actually love when they start talking woke, like Michael's talking woke before he died, Prince was talking woke before he died. They always have like a little window moment period where they're always trying to tell you something. At one point, I thought Jim was going to die because Jim Carrey was losing his mind and started talking all this stuff. He went on the show, started talking about Jesus Christ and the Bible and the talk. I said, like, wow. I said, wow, Jim's getting woke, woke, fast woke. And unfiltered woke on TV. That's what they don't like when you start getting that unfiltered woke, when you're not doing shit by the script. Was it nothing in no motherfucking script? Even if, it, even though it is your podcast, think you're still under contract and crap. Is it nothing in your script told you come out here and start talking some anti, supposedly anti-Semitic, but really black people are the true children. Don't stop. Don't be talking that woke shit up in here. That's all we need is the children of Israel start waking up all over the world. Shut the fuck up, Nick. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And that's that. Who was Daddy mad? They spanked that boy. They spanked him. That's pretty much all that I wanted to say. But I wanted to see if I was anything else I wanted to say considered um, anti-Semitism, Nick Cannon, his apology. I thought his apology was sincere. Uh, I don't believe that he could ever have been that ignorant to not understand that he was working around Jewish people. That's why I said like, you, you, you must have been trying to take a stand for something. Anyone who knows me knows that I have no hate in my heart nor malice intentions, he wrote. I do not condone hate speech nor the spread of hateful rhetoric. We're living in a time when it is important than ever to promote unity and understanding. The black and Jewish communities have both faced enormous hatred, oppression, persecution, and prejudice for thousands of years, and in many ways will continue to work together to overcome these obstacles. Okay, he said that before that, he said, first and foremost, I extend my deepest and most sincere apologies to my Jewish sisters and brothers 
for the hurtful and divisive words that came out of my mom during my interview with Richard Griffin. They reinforced the worst stereotypes of a proud and magnificent people. <sighs> they reinforced the worst stereotypes of a... That was, that, was, that, was stere- that was not even a stereotype that was even associated before the truth came out. And that isn't even a stereotype, it's a truth. But... They reinforced the worst stereotypes of a proud and magnificent people, and I feel ashamed of the uniform, of the uninformed and naive place that these words came from. This video has uh, of the interview has been removed, and that's that. So I told y'all how I felt. Um, again, I just don't know that. I mean, like I said, he took a stand. I don't know where he got some balls. They got I just like n- nobody. Who's gonna sit with him? It's not like they don't know him, or they, but but who's gonna sit down and have that conversation with him on the show? And all, and not not to say they can't talk to him in public about any damn thing. Call Griff on the phone and go out for a steak or a beer. Everybody said not like that. But David Griff coming on the show to sit down and start talking this the the, the Rothschild speaking what niggas real niggas that run the world shit. You out here? That's how Tupac died. This how they kill old dirty bastard. Old dirty bastard was wilding the hell out. I will not forget that clip when it was Tupac and um, Tupac and Snoop, and it was an MTV in, uh, interview, and then Tupac went off the grid. He went broken arrow and just started talking about the truth, about like who don't give about who don't give a f about this. Um, that's what ODB was doing one time. They they was going off. Now of course MTV will cut it. MTV will edit it. But you don't think these people in the industry behind the scenes and the people, the execs, and the, you don't think they know that you already said that to be like, this person is going off the grid? And same thing with ODB. I think he was talking a lot about Bush at the time. I don't know what he was saying, but he was talking a lot about political things that he was doing. And he was talking, I don't want to say talk too much, but he started talking. They weren't even talking about the, the, the true identity of black people and relating it back to the, if you're talking about who are Israelites, you got to go back to the Bible. Now you're talking about the, if you're talking about that these people is, these two people of today is a living true descendants of the children of Israel, which was mentioned in the Bible, the holy and promised and most beloved nation of all the nations of the world of God, who he promised Father Abraham through the end of time that he will always be there with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, till the end of time. I mean, because of the 12 tribes, because of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, because of the sacrifice of Isaac and his son Jacob. I mean, it's a big deal. Like, if you understand what it is, and then you, now you got to go back to the Bible and realize that that is true. You know what I'm saying? You got to start going back and putting the pieces together. Who did you? This is why they don't want you to start opening your head. You start opening your head too much, you're not going to look at the world the way it's supposed to be kind of thing. I thought it was pretty cool that he did that. You know, I don't think that's ever going to happen again. Maybe, not from him, I mean, like from a celebrity, maybe another 30 years of your random slip, you know, maybe not, but those are my thoughts. Um, feel free to comment, any questions, concerns, love you all, see you all next time here on Chapel's Corner. Mwah.